So my grandfather's initials, I kind of took his name. Um, his first name was Rene, middle name Antoine, last name Pellissier. They used to call him, I don't think, uh, this used to call him kind of in an effective way, affectionate way. They used to call him, because his initials were R-A-P, a rapid advice Pellissier. If you ever were up to something, if you ever, you ever needed some advice, he'd be happy to give it, whether you asked for it or not. He was always going to supply and one of the things that he would always talk about, at least one of the, the, the points that he would always make and mention, was you need to invest your money. Investing your money is an extremely important thing. And that was just something that, I guess, is handed down all, all the way through my family, is the importance of investing money. And how money invested kind of can end up paying, paying very large dividends in the end. And what I've learned, actually, over the years, ironically, is that the same tactics, at least the same way, the same kind of principles that we use to invest money in the, in the regular, everyday world, this world, are very, very, and translate very well into principles of investment in the next world, in the next life to come. In other words, the way we make earth dollars is a lot of the same ways that we can make heavenly dollars. Those same principles apply. So I want to just give and explain, explain using today's gospel three rules of heavenly investment that we can easily see linked to earthly investment. You see, in today's gospel, Jesus uses a parable of investment, of investing your money. And he uses three different examples. He has, he has one who was given a lot of a lot five talents, which back then was an extremely just huge amount of money, another two, a third one. And what he is essentially points out is he essentially shows how we're called to use that money to, and how basically the way they use that money ended up having effects on their life in the next life. So what he points out basically first and foremost is that in order to make money, this is rule number one, you got to spend it. In order to make money, you got to spend it. Now, kids, that doesn't mean you go to Steam or Stream or whatever they call it these days and buy all the video games on there. That's not what that means, all right? That doesn't mean go and, and, and you know, go to the, the, the next and just go on a shopping spree. That's not how you make money. you got to spend money in the right places. You've got to use it in the right areas. And that very much applies to being a good disciple. You see, the things that we want to grow in, the things that we as Catholics want to grow in isn't necessarily financial money. That, that's, that's kind of, indiv that's not really that important. But we do want to grow in virtue. Virtue is the most important thing you and I could possibly grow in. Most specifically, the virtues of faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. These three virtues you can't have enough of. You can stockpile these virtues on end and there will never ever be enough. You can always grow in these. And you can always attain more. That doesn't apply to all the virtues, right? So if you have too much courage, you can kind of be eh, a little bit of a moron. You know, if you have too much prudence, you can kind of be a little bit difficult to deal with. If you have too much temperance, you can kind of take that overboard. That doesn't apply with faith, hope, and love. You can't have too much faith. You can't have too much hope. You can't, you can't have too much love. But you really can't stockpile these things either. You can't just keep love for yourself and expect it to grow. You can't keep faith for yourself and have faith in yourself and expect it to grow because you're going to let yourself down. You can't just keep hope for yourself 
and expect you to grow, because you're going to find that you're actually a pretty hopeless person. You and I, there's not a lot of hope here. What Jesus is calling us to do is instead of taking those virtues, that gold, those talents, and burying it into the ground, saving it up for ourselves, he's saying, give it away. Give it out. How do you grow in love? You give it. You throw it out. Here, here's love. I love you. Give it out. Be open with your heart. How do you grow in faith? Give it out. Have faith in the Lord. Have faith in your fellow man. Have faith. Have, have some hope. Instead of just saying, uh, you know, that's what's the modern day, man. We don't really have a lot of hope in, in, in humanity. We have a lot of hope in society. We have the, we've adopted this kind of this philosophy called nihilism, where you know what? We don't have love, faith, or over anything for our fellow man. I'm just going to hold on to what I got and just endure what's to come. That's not what Jesus is calling us to do. That's, that, that's the same logic as this last guy who was given one talent. He was given that one talent, and what did he do? He didn't give it away. He didn't invest it. And what ultimately happened? He paid the price. He lost it. How do you lose love? You don't love anybody. How do you lose faith? You don't have faith in anybody. How do you lose hope? You ultimately don't have hope in anybody, especially not the Lord. So that's the first one. You want to make money? You got to spend it. So spend your faith, spend your hope, spend your love, give it away and watch it grow before your very eyes and you'll see that virtue growing very, very beautifully. The second one is build up your assets. Don't just give it all away. And, and what I mean by build up your assets is in work hard to grow your faith, grow your hope, grow your love, and build it up. And so what Jesus, what I mean by build up your assets is what Jesus is saying. He says this very interesting point. He says ultimately that whoever has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. In other words, if you have assets, then guess what? You can gain even more assets that much easier. If you don't have assets, well then, if you, losing that will be actually that much easier. Ultimately, kind of this works out, and it's easier to see in finance. If you have $10 in the bank, and you get a 1% increase at the end of the year, how much money do you make? 10 cents. Congratulations. But if you have $10,000 in the bank and you get a 1% increase at the end of the year, guess how much you make? $100. Not too bad. Point being is that ultimately the larger the assets that we have, the more we can ultimately gain. The more love we give out, the more love we will receive. The more hope we have in others, the more hope that they will have in us. Ultimately, the more we give, the more we will receive. And that's ultimately what Jesus is pointing out, that the more we can kind of attain the more we can grow these assets, the more we can grow rich. And so, my friends, I want to encourage us to look and, and really focus on growing these assets. Why? Because they'll pay dividends in the end. Like I said, a 1% increase doesn't mean a lot whenever you only have $10. But it does mean a lot whenever you have $10,000. All right. So the last and, and final point, the last and, and really emphasis that we want to have is Spend the money that you have, not the money that you want. All right. I think a lot of times we kind of get stars in our eyes and we want to we want to be, you know, we want to act like we have thousands and thousands of dollars in the bank and we want to have all, you know, we have all this money, we have all this stuff. Whenever all reality, we go and check our account and we actually don't have that much money. 
this is a very common thing for us. We tend to look at the talents that we have. We might be, say, the person with two talents and say, well, he got 10 over there. Well, what about me? What am I supposed to do? Or he has 20 over there. What am I supposed to do? These thoughts are not helpful. They're just not that helpful. They don't actually help us to grow in faith, hope, and love. Spiritual envy, big problem. All right? We cannot sit here and ultimately say, well, I'll never be like so-and-so. He prays the rosary every day. Or I'll never be like so-and-so. They go to adoration every Sunday morning. Which, by the way, you can too. But anyway, they go to adoration Sunday morning. It's a beautiful thing. You know, I'll never be like that. And so what ends up happening, we start getting upset, we start getting depressed, and ultimately we're like, you know what? Forget the faith, forget the hope, forget the love. Just kind of fall away. Ultimately, that's not what God is asking us to do. Look at what Jesus says. He has this man come up, and he gives him ten talents. He made a lot of money with the five talents he gave him. What did Jesus do? He praised him. He said, great job. You are faithful in these small matters. Guess what? I'm going to give you even greater responsibilities. Guess what? The guy with two talents made him four talents. And you know what Jesus said? Great job. You judge him. He didn't look and say, hey, hey, what, 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 about, what about, why didn't you make more money? What about this guy over here? He had five, he got ten. Why, why couldn't you be more like him? No, 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 no. What did Jesus say? He accepted the fact, hey, you did what you could. With what you had, you made the money, and I appreciate that. Here's more responsibility. In other words, my friends, we've got to guard, especially whenever we really, really, really want to work on our heavenly investments. We've got to guard against envy. We've got to guard against bitterness. And we've got to guard against ultimately kind of this inner, inner coldness that can grow in our hearts. Because if we don't, what ends up happening? We end up being like this last servant who takes our talents, who takes our virtue, takes our faith, takes our hope, takes our loves, and puts it in the ground. And ultimately what happens? It rots. My friends, God is not calling us to have rotten hearts. He's not calling us to grow in bitterness and anger and envy. He's calling us to be men of passion, men of joy, men of love, Men of faith, hope, and charity. That's the point at the end of the day. We're called to grow. We're called to be savvy, heavenly investors. Because what we do now here on this earth will pay incredible dividends in heaven.